Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Really excited about tonight. We've got a big-time prospect. It's a 24. He's out of the state of Iowa. It's Jackson Hork. Hey, Jackson, are you there? Yo. Yeah, I'm right here. Yo, definitely. Glad to talk to you tonight. Really, really excited about it. So, hey, man, why don't you introduce yourself? Maybe uh, tell us the high school you go to, travel team, GPA, and how'd you get into baseball? Yeah, so my name is Jackson Hork. I'm 16 years old. I'm a junior. I go to Hempstead High School in Dubuque, Iowa, and uh, I have a 3.54 GPA, and uh, I started baseball since I was four years old, just t-ball, and ever since then, I've just grown up loving the game of baseball, just working on it every single day, every chance I get, really. Heck yeah, man. Four years old. That's the way to do it. Jump right in. So I've got to ask you, who got you into T-ball? Was it just straight up your parents? Yeah, my parents just signed me up. And just at, right from the start, I just, it's the only thing I really worked on. I, I grew up, I also like like playing football, but the older I got, I realized like baseball is for me. I was just probably the sport I was the best at. So it was what I wanted to work on the most. Hey, Jackson, I can absolutely appreciate that. I mean, football's got a lot of uh, life lessons and so forth, but I get where you're coming from with baseball. So let me ask you something. What, what uh, positions do you play, and uh, what, are the, what are the strengths that you feel like you have, and maybe one or two things that you're just kind of working on? Yeah, so I'm an outfielder, like every, anywhere in the outfield, left, right, and center. Uh, I mostly play center. But uh, really, my strengths are just I'm fast enough to track down fly balls. I get a good read off the ball, and I'm good enough to like fast enough so I, where I can catch up to the ball. And I never like I've never had a problem with dropping the ball as soon as it touches the glove. Um, it's staying there. I'm gonna catch it. So that's really my strength. Weaknesses, uh, I would say sometimes I just like where I'm standing at really in the field where I'm standing too far back when they hit these low line drives to the point where I can't catch up to it because it's so low and I'm taking too much time trying to run up to it. So that's really the only thing I feel like I'm weak at as far as in the outfield. Okay, definitely for sure. Get that. So, hey, let me ask you something. What are your measurements? Give us like your height and weight. Yeah, I'm uh, 5'10". And... uh, what was your weight? Oh, it was uh, like 170 pounds. So one, all right, so 5'10", 170. Yeah. Love it. And uh, you're primarily an outfielder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely can appreciate that 100%. So let me ask you something. What kind of high school season did you guys have last year? Uh, last year, we made it to the second round of uh, 
Substate, and then we lost. Uh, I don't remember what the score was, but it was kind of close to the end. Okay. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. Absolutely good. Yeah. So you are playing this summer with the uh, with um, with Rawlings Tigers. Yeah, that's who I play with right now. All right, so you've already kind of—I'm sure you've already kicked off maybe one tournament, maybe two. Uh, we got three down so far. Outstanding. How are you guys doing? We're pretty good. We're a pretty good team. Lot, really good pitching. Good hitting. I mean, everything. Everything is coming together. We're still like getting used to like everyone because some people are still new, like me. Like I'm like brand new to the team. So we're still getting like used to everybody, but we're we have good chemistry. Everyone's very athletic. Everyone's a really good baseball player. They all deserve to come up to the next level. Hey, very nice, Jackson. Hey, um, is uh, the Rolling Tigers? Are they located in Iowa? They are no. They are. They have well. They have teams like all across like the world. But the one I play for is in the uh, Quad Cities in Illinois. I think they're founded. The one I play for is founded in Rock Island, but we play like all over the Midwest. We had a tournament down in St. Louis uh, a few weeks ago, and then we have one in Marion, Iowa, in two days. Pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure. First game's on Tuesday or Thursday. Okay. Yep. 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 Definitely got gotcha. you. Figured it out. All right. Hey, everybody that's joining, thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate it. We do this series uh, Monday through Thursday It's at 9 o'clock. We record it, and one of the reasons that we record it is that we can retweet it out later in its entirety. So if you did jump in late, don't worry about it. We'll have it, um, we'll have it the whole thing, and we'll be able to send it out. So tonight we're talking with Jackson Hork. Jackson's a 25. He's un, or 24, excuse me. He is uncommitted. He's out of the uh, state of Iowa. So let me ask you something, Jackson. How do you stay motivated to kind of keep pushing yourself to get better? Uh, I just have a goal to play in college. And I I mean, my parents influence me a lot. My girlfriend influences me a lot. I just use all the support that I have from my family, really. It just motivates me. And I don't really know. I just feel like the goal of going to college is just – it's a big goal and you have to work really hard to get it. And I'm, I feel like I have what it takes. And so I feel like I have to work as hard as possible to get there. And that's just what I try to do every day. Man, I can appreciate that. So let me ask you something. How does your family kind of motivate you to get to the next level? They help me out as much as possible. If they have to pay for something, you know, even though uh, when I ask for them to pay for something, I have to work, to earn it too, obviously work around the house, do all the chores that they need me to do. So it's really just a respect thing. You gotta respect what they ask for, so that they can help you out too. I can appreciate that. And yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice when to have a family that supports you, so you do as much as possible to help them out too. Man, I can appreciate that. No question about it. I think you just hit on the key. It's a respect thing. I mean, your parents are mm-hmm. obviously. Hey, your parents have your best interest in mind. They're trying to give you the opportunity to succeed, and you're taking advantage of it. And it's just simply a respect. I love that. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great answer right there, Jackson. How about your girlfriend? I love that. I mean, you kind of threw that in there, and you said, "Hey, my girlfriend supports me as well." 
I mean, what what does that mean? What does that look like? How does? Yeah, my my girlfriend plays softball. She's going to uh, Iowa Central, which is a community college down in Fort Dodge, Iowa. So she knows she knows what it takes to get to the next level. She helps me out a lot with like what to do with like getting recruited a little bit, and just she really is just my go-to person to like talk to about feelings and stuff like that. Just like all the mental stuff. And it's just nice to have someone that is willing to talk to you, willing to be there for you. Hey man, you're really, really lucky. I got to tell you, I mean, you got a great support system. Obviously your parents mm-hmm. want to see you succeed and every parent can mm-hmm. relate to that. But man, you've gotten so fortunate to find a girlfriend that's not only uh, supportive, <laughs> but she's basically doing the same thing that you're doing. And she's kind of pushing her mm-hmm. career. You want to push yours. And uh, you've got a lot to talk about. And it sounds like uh, you found you found somebody that you can absolutely rely on. That's big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. No question about it. So I have to believe if you've been playing baseball or t-ball since you were four, year old, four years old, I know that you've had a lot of um, big-time moments on the field or achievements that you've been able to accomplish. If you could kind of yeah. take a look at or think about maybe one particular thing that really stood out in your mind that, that was a big-time deal, what was it? And then more importantly, Jackson, I mean, really, what did you learn from that? Yeah, so when I was like 13 years old, in eighth grade, I had a really, really rough year with, like, batting. It wasn't the best year. And then I took the whole winter and the fall just, like, with uh, one of my coaches. His name is uh, Eric Munson. He was a former MLB player. And we really – he, like, really helped me out with, like, figuring out what to do with my swing just to figure stuff out. And then – First at bat of the whole year when I was 14, it, I hit a home run and I just felt like I was on top of the world. And it just, it teaches me like how much like baseball is like up and down. Like you're going to have low moments. You're going to have like the lowest, you're going to have the really, really low moments. But as you just got to stay in there, work hard because the moments where you feel on top of the world are coming up. And they're going to feel great. And it's it's just going to motivate you more. It's going to make you want to keep doing it. And it does. And I couldn't thank my coach more for what he what he's done for me. Hey, man, that is so cool. I could absolutely feel the energy coming off of you while you were talking about it. So I just want to make sure I kind of set the stage correctly. You have moved, you know, to eighth grade. You're 13 years old. You just had to move really from the little league field to quote unquote the big field, right? Yeah. Yeah. And -hmm. I got to tell you, man, that's a big transition. And it sounds like you were really feeling it. A lot of guys struggle with that. You know, I kind of looking back over a ton of Mm -hmm. kids' careers, you you see some guys that are big time power hitters when they're on the little field. And when they move to the big field, you know what? They're just kind of fly ball out and they, and they kind of struggle just a little bit. And then you see other kids that are trying to develop their career and maybe they were okay on the little field and that big field just seems enormous. You know what I mean? And it almost, yeah, it almost seems like that's kind of where you fit in, but 
you found somebody. And it sounds like you found a big time contact in Eric Munson. And it was somebody that could mm-hmm. absolutely hear, you know, kind of help you out. You probably, yeah, I'm going to guess that you probably had a little bit of speed as well that probably helped you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that amazing? You know, uh-huh. you know, when you go from that little field to the big field, you kind of need to be fast. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. I love that, man. That That's a great transition. I love that story all the way around. So <laughs> let me ask you, you know, one of the things that you talked about right off the bat when you, uh, when you, when you introduced yourself was your GPA and your GPA, I think it was 3.55 or 3.54, yep. right? And that's mm-hmm. an awesome GPA. So how are you balancing all the baseball work that you're doing with that academic work that you have to do to, to have a 3.5? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a struggle. You know, you go to school for seven hours, and uh, you bet you just got to use your time wisely. I use all my school time to just focus on trying to learn, trying to understand everything that's being taught. And then I use as all my free time in school uh, just to try to get it done, all my, like, any work that I have done. And then as soon as I get off school, I usually just go to the baseball facility that I train at for about an hour, get some swings in, try to learn, learn with my swing, see what's going, see what's wrong and see what's right so I can learn from it. And then usually after that, I go home just to grab a drink of water usually. And then I go to my trainer's house who has a uh, gym in his garage. So, and I work out there to get my body ready, get stronger, get more healthy. And then once that's done, I use all the time possible that I have to finish up any work that I've done. Otherwise, I just spend time with my family or girlfriend. Man, I got to say your poor girlfriend, right? <laughs> she, likes it. she likes to spend time with me. I hope. Probably not much time that she's actually spending with you, man. That's a busy schedule, dude. I mean, you are definitely yeah. throwing a lot of your uh, resources into baseball. I am. For sure. Hey, everybody that is joining, thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate you guys being on. I mentioned it earlier. One of the reasons that uh, we record this space, we turned it into a podcast. That podcast is now D1 Speaks. It's on every platform that you could possibly imagine. I would hope that you would go out there and maybe find it. And uh, if you like it, then subscribe to it. And a five-star rating would definitely go a long way. I will tell you that there's a lot of coaches uh, in the in the college community that are recruit that are absolutely um, kind of dialed into this show and they're listening to it. The the kind of the beauty of it is we have an opportunity to highlight who we're interviewing, like tonight. And uh, we can put in some measurements in the title, and it gives coaches the opportunity maybe once a week, a couple times a week, to kind of scroll through the interviews that we've done, look at the the titles, look at the measurements, figure out who it is that they're particularly interested in recruiting, and they can listen. So I got to say, I think this format's worked out pretty well. It gives everybody an opportunity to to, um, increase their exposure and to be heard and not, not only to be heard in regards to 
athletic ability, but to also be heard as to off the field uh, capabilities and, and what they've accomplished as well. So tonight we're, we're talking with Jackson. Uh, Jackson's out of Iowa. He's a 24 and he is uncommitted. So Jackson Hort is a outfielder primarily. He's got a ton of speed. He's definitely working the game the way it's supposed to be worked. And, um, you know, I tell you what, Jackson, one of the things that I'm absolutely interested in is how are you, you know, we, we just kind of talked about the academic piece, but I'm just curious, how are you preparing mentally for a game? And that's one of the things that always kind of piques my interest. You know, you, you are going through a full day of school. I think you mentioned it a little while ago where you've got seven hours of school. And you walk out of a classroom, kind of go to the field. Maybe it's a, a light workout or it's a practice or probably, you know, a game. And how do you flip that switch and kind of go from the day-to-day or the academic piece and really get your mind right to, to focus on a game? Yeah, my uh, trainer helps me out a lot with, like, being in a good mental state because that's – extremely very important for baseball it's a very very mental sport a lot more than physical than you would think so uh what i usually do like before a game usually when i'm taking like batting practice before a game i'm just i listen to my music and it's just just to help me like calm down get in the right mindset nothing like no like rap music nothing nothing like that to like really get me hyped up just trying to calm myself down, getting the right mental space. And then just usually the night before, I'm just trying to relax everything, trying to think positive, thinking that, just trying to vision myself like hitting a line drive, just to try and like help me out mentally, just so I can like relax when I'm up in the box. Man, I like that. I like that a lot. The whole piece about just kind of relaxing and putting yourself in a, in a space where you can be very, very successful, you know, you know, one of the things I probably failed to ask you is through your development and so forth, there had to have been various coaches or players that were probably pretty influential. Maybe kind of tell us about Mm -hmm. one or two that, that really had a big impact on you. Yeah. That uh, coach Eric Munson that I mentioned before helped, helped me out a lot. And then uh, last year, or two years ago, it was sophomore year, <clears throat> I had a stress fracture in my back. And doctors, the doctors told me that I was more than likely not going to play baseball uh, my sophomore year because I got an MRI done pretty late, pretty close to the season. And, but... I went to a ton of physical therapy to try and build the strength back up and it worked because my physical therapist helped me out like a ton, just helped me out so much with the, giving me the right exercises and stretches and all that stuff. And he helped me like believe and like work hard to make sure that I was going to play my sophomore year. And I really appreciate him for that. Hey man. You got to fill us in just a little bit on that. So, all right. So your freshman year, you, you either had an, an injury or you discovered 
that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. So which one was it? Did you get hurt or did you feel like something just wasn't right? Yeah. I remember in fall ball, I was during a game. I like mentioned to my dad that like my back was hurting when I swung. And then I took ibuprofen that day, felt fine, felt good for the rest of the fall ball. And then I remember like during the winter, just trying to practice, get myself prepared for the season. Like I could not swing. I could not take a swing without feeling like a deep, sharp pain in my lower back. And I went to uh, doctors. I went to uh, all kinds, like massage therapists, all that kind of stuff. And they told me that it really didn't seem anything serious. And I just kept trying to go back to the baseball facility. And it was getting worse and worse. Like, it kept growing. And it came to the point where I had to see, like, an actual doctor. I had to take an MRI. And it came back as a stress fracture. Uh, I got that done in, like, February, and the season was supposed to start, like, mid-May or March. I think it was May. And, yeah, so I got the MRI beginning of February, and I had season mid-May. And so the odds just weren't looking good for me playing. But I just learned to, like, give it rest. And then when it when the time was right to like start working on it again, try to build the strength up, and I was fortunate enough to get it figured out just in time for the season. And I turned out to have a really good sophomore year too. I hit like had an average of like three eighty with I think thirty thirty hits. I'm pretty sure. Man, what an awesome season! No doubt about it. I gotta tell you. I would imagine you were probably pretty stressed. You had a stress fracture, but I'm just sitting there thinking about mentally, you and your parents had to be like kind of freaking out just a little bit. It was tough. I was in the doctor probably like five, six times a week. Man, I got to tell you, that cannot be fun. That's scary stuff right there. So, all right, so... I mean, what did you do? I'm just trying to figure out, all right... You knew something was hurting. You go to the doctor. They determined that you had a stress for uh, fracture. Mm-hmm. What was it that, you know, like what kind of path did they put you on to um, mend? So as soon as I figured out that I had a stress fracture, they immediately, like they told me like four straight weeks of nothing, no physical activity, like not a single thing. Like, don't, you can't even, like, walk on a treadmill. That's how serious it got. And so I had to go four straight weeks of just doing absolutely nothing, giving it complete rest. And then after the four weeks, I could start going back to physical therapy. And then it took about, I would say, three, another three to four weeks of physical therapy to, like, start swinging again, like, swinging the bat. And then it finally felt normal. Like, it finally felt good. And then from that point on, I just listening to my body, making sure that it was okay, doing a few stretches, exercises before, just to make sure that it was feeling good. And then, yeah, ever since then, I'm just making sure that my body's feeling okay. I got to listen to my body before anything. Because if you, injuries suck and they take a lot of time to heal if you don't, if you aren't listening to your body. 
So, hey, sounds like you have recovered from that piece, and you're doing fantastic. And, uh, hey, man, you got everything right here in front of you. So let me ask you, talking about things that are right in front of you, what are your goals? And, and what I mean is, you know, you're, you're kind of halfway through your summer season. All right. What was it that you wanted to accomplish over the summer? And then maybe what is it that you're thinking about that you really would like to accomplish over the next I don't know, maybe three to six years. Yeah, after the summer season, I'm just really trying to get noticed by coaches, trying my hardest just to make sure that I'm being seen, being heard about. And then hopefully by the time I graduate, I have a college to go to, whether it's D1, D2, 3, JUCO, any, any college. I'm just looking for an opportunity to keep playing baseball. And then... Really, my end goal is, you know, to play in the majors. You know, I feel like I have my own, like, motivation and really good work ethic to get my way to there. Otherwise, um, I would say to get my degree in college with uh, – I want to uh, pursue a physical therapy uh, degree because of how much it, like, influenced me, and I feel like – it's something that is important and it's something that I feel like is right for me. So if not, if I don't make it to the majors, I would really, I would really push to get my physical therapy degree and start my life from there. Man, I got to tell you, I mean, that's an awesome goal right there just to have a degree, right? What, I mean, it's an unbelievable mm-hmm. goal to have an opportunity to seriously think about just going to college first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. And then you're already thinking about, Hey, if I'm in college, what is it that I really want to major in? And I love the physical therapy degree. I think that's fantastic. I think that's a, uh, Hey, I can understand without question why you would be interested in that major. It makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just kind of laid out some of the issues that you had and how you were able to recover from it and be able to move forward and to be able to, you know, potentially help other guys and and girls that are in that same position and help them to move forward. It's very, very admirable. I get that. I, I could see being passionate about that. It's a great career path. I mean, physical therapy is not only a needed advocation, but it's a... Um, it's lucrative as well. So I think that piece makes a hundred percent success. I mean, I mean, not success, but uh, sense. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you something, you know, one of the pieces to get to the next level kind of need to be recruited. Kind of just talk to us about your recruiting process, you know, whether, whether that's you're just kind of reaching out to coaches or you're going to camps or maybe coaches are already calling you or texting you. I don't, I don't know. Just kind of give us a sense of what that looks like. And then what's like a perfect school environment for you? So two questions. Where are you in the recruiting process? And then if you had like the perfect scenario – would you want like a big time state school, small private school, or maybe would you rather just kind of go out of school at a state? Yeah. So where I'm at right now, I 
I'm really at the reaching out stage. I'm emailing a ton of coaches, just trying to make sure that they can see my name, see my stats and all that stuff. Some have reached out uh, or reached back. Uh, most of them are just about uh, attending their camps. I have attended one camp uh, last October at the uh, University of Iowa, and it went pretty well. It was actually a really nice experience, really nice field. And uh, I do I do like the idea of going to camps because it allows you to get yourself seen in front of a whole coaching staff. But it's tough when there's a ton of colleges, like, out of state, like, really far away trying to get you to come to the camps. It's, it's a lot of money. And I have, I have a schedule uh, with baseball, with my work ethic and school and all that kind of stuff. So it's really hard for me to get a good to find the right time to join a camp which is why I reach out and I try really hard to just get them to see like my recruiting profile all the stuff that I have posted about me just so they can see like who I am as a player and I think I feel like they do see it I just feel like maybe something maybe there's another way around it which is kind of why I did travel ball to like get myself exposed like out of state uh, in front of any kind of coach that are there. And so, yeah, and my, what I envision is I would probably like to be, still be in the Midwest because I'm just really used to it. And I want to be, I want to be close to home, but at the same time, like, I do want to be able to, like, start my own life, you know, trying to get stuff figured out on my own because that's how it's going to be for the rest of my life. So anywhere anywhere really in the Midwest is my like personal preference, but really any school that has any school that's willing to give me an opportunity, I'll take right away because I'm dedicated to baseball. I'm willing to prove myself. I'm willing to work as hard as possible. I'm really willing to do anything that that's best for me. I'm really happy that you came on tonight and I'm listening to everything that you say. I mean, you're just so super mature. You're very, I mean, yeah, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you are Jackson. You're very clear in what it is that you're talking about. You, you can describe things that have happened to you in the past and, and what it is that you want to accomplish in the future. And it seems, I don't know. I don't want to say silly, but it seems like that's not a big deal. But you know what? That's actually a big deal. And, and coaches yeah. are looking at that. And the reason they're looking at that is they're measuring your maturity. And they want guys that are mature, that are able to come in and they can produce off the field as well as producing on the field. And those are the boxes mm -hmm. that you're checking off. And um, hey, I'll just give you a lot of credit. I mean, you got a great way about yourself, Jackson, and uh, you've really put yourself in a in a good position to be able to succeed going forward. So, Jackson, if you had a guy that was 12 years old, about to go into the big field, or maybe he was already on the big field, and he just seemed especially big to him, what kind of advice would you give him to say, you know what, there's still opportunity for you. Let's keep working. Yeah, just don't give up. You can't give up. Baseball is very mental. It'll get the best of you, but 
you just have to keep hanging on. You know, life's life's a roller coaster. You gotta go down in order to go up. You just gotta keep working. You have to keep that same mindset, the same goal that you've always had. And as long as you don't let anything get in the way, there's nothing that'll stop you. Even if it seems like you're so too low to the point where you can't get back up, just trust yourself because it will happen. You will get back up, and you'll get to where you want to be as long as you keep that same mindset, keep that same goal, keep that work ethic, work as hard as possible every day. Hey, man. I tell you what, Jackson, I would love to get that kind of advice from you. That was just uplifting, put a smile on my face the whole time you were talking. Yeah, I tell you what, man, you're a kind of guy that's going to absolutely succeed in whatever it is you're doing. You're going to be able to pass along to other people uh, some of the lessons that you have learned along the way that's going to give them the opportunity to be successful as well. So I got to say, man, Jackson, I've really enjoyed this evening. I hope you have as well. Oh, absolutely. This is awesome. I really appreciate this. I think it is awesome, man. I hope that uh, we're able to stay connected. I think you got a bright future. All right. Thank you, All right, sir. Thank you, guys. Good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.